0: You're listening to the Patriot Nation podcast. All right, welcome into another edition of the Patriot Nation podcast. As always, your boy Pat Lane here with my good friend Matt St. Jean, And Matt, we're here to talk about the Patriots, but the Celtics have staved off elimination in a, in a ridiculously improbable game. One of the worst basketball games you'll ever watch. But you know what? It doesn't matter. There's going to be a Game 7 in Boston on Sunday.
1: Never in doubt, Pat. Never in doubt. <laughs> Hey, you know what? They A win is a win. And you know what? We got Tatum showing up and giving enough good basketball at the end. The first like, two like and a half quarters, they looked really good. If not for like an abysmal 15 minute stretch there. Yeah, uh, I think you feel pretty good if you go into Philly, come out with a win with Tatum playing like garbage where you lead by 16 points like that looked like you were on track for what felt like a really comfortable win. Then the wheels fall off you swiftly reattach them right before the bike falls over and survive. (laughs) And we'll see what happens on Sunday.
0: Well, I got to tell you, I almost think if you're, if you're the Sixers, I think losing this way is way worse than getting blown out because, because it, because it was about, you know, like that was it. If you got blown out, then it's like, Hey, we're back. It's fine. No big deal. Like they had this game one, the Celtics were playing like garbage and you know and they and Tatum I mean was what 1 for 11 at one point he was like oh for 6 from 3 he was just awful just and dreadful
1: he, and he hung in there and right he, so, sometimes like i don't know it's any other play and you're like all right when are you going to take him out but it's jason tatum like you know eventually he's going to hit something even if he's having a bad night he's going to hit something the looks were open and right he just found that gear and that's i mean i I think the sixers sixers didn't put in a basket for like i don't know it was over it was more than the last five minutes of the yeah, game it was, was sure. really bad and they scored right yeah. at the end
0: down like nine but it was just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. dark for gold says uh tatum was one for 14 before the transformation in the fourth quarter, which is crazy. Also, shout out to Darkwood Gold who's up at three a.m. watching us from uh, from across the pond. Um, you know, I, I just look, man. You have to as as hard and by, like people that follow me on Twitter, right? I tweeted out, "Is Jason Tatum the worst player in the Celtics?" I don't think Jason Tatum is the worst player on the Celtics. Obviously, if you've been following me at all, you know. Yeah. Number one, I react ridiculously when teams are playing, and number two. It's a joke, people. He's it's, obviously it's not like I'm not saying Jason Tatum. Like, I could have said Jason Tatum is losing the game for the Celtics right now. I didn't say that because I'm like, okay, that's negative. Like, if I say something stupid like that, everyone's going to know that that's the dumbest thing. Clearly, he's not the worst player on the team. Obviously, in the first half, really, in the first three quarters, he played like a bench player. He played like a bench player in the first two quarters, played, and then in even, the even worse. Quarter,
1: he played right. like Ben Simmons. He was afraid. <laughs> oh god, that's just that's terrible.
0: But you're right. You're right. He did. And then he played like a first team all NBA player in the fourth quarter Jeez. and when you needed it the most, he stepped up and saved the season. And like, you know, to me, it that if you're Philly, man, that just absolutely crushes your soul. And to come yeah. back from that on a game 7 is tough, you know?
1: So and it's i I don't I don't know what to expect from game 7. I'm going in with just kind of all right. We're going to see. Like I don't <laughs> right. and there's is, there is not an outcome that would even remotely surprise me in this one. So right. I don't know, we'll see. But we got at least one more game here. So uh prolonging the 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 long summer until the Patriots return with only the Red Sox yep. for at least a couple more days.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's jump right into the schedule here. Um and so can we
1: can we? I want. I want to start a little bit earlier than the yes. regular season. I want to talk about these preseason games very briefly here because this okay. is a weird preseason.
0: It is a very strange one, isn't it?
1: The the games first games at home against Houston, then they go to Green Bay, and then they go to Tennessee. They're, they're doing joint practices out in Green Bay. I think they're doing them with Tennessee, or at least that was the word, the word.
0: Supposedly that they were going. to, Yeah.
1: Have they? Ever played any of these three teams in the preseason?
0: I'm almost positive they played Tennessee. No, I'm almost positive they played Tennessee two, three years ago. They played Tennessee a few years ago um, in the preseason. I remember because Spags went to that preseason game. Um, I was a, I was a road Tennessee. one. I remember it was a wife. road game in Tennessee. Yep. So, um, they have played in Tennessee before, but it's interesting because they didn't finish with the Giants, and they normally do. But I think now that you get the buy after that last game, I think it doesn't matter t- as much. Oh, Dark Blue Gold says August eighteenth,
1: twenty nineteen. Yeah, so. so it's they have it here in the release. It's the second time they played Houston. They did it in twenty seventeen. Okay, at Houston, and that was I remember that next. They played at Houston, and they went there, and there was still the confetti from the Super Bowl. They remember they tweeted that out right. and finding that right. on under the bench. Uh, and
0: they started the season. Then they started the season with Houston at home in 2017, did they not?
1: 2018.
0: No, because Cooks caught the touchdown pass. Wasn't that 2017?
1: No, that was, that was 2017, but that was like week three or four. That was week four, I'm pretty sure.
0: That's what I'm saying. Didn't you say they played in, in te- oh, so Houston in opener. 2017?
1: They played in Houston for the preseason game in 2017. Right. And I think it was the home it.
0: I think that was the home opener though. I think it was game three, but I'm pretty sure it was the home opener uh, against Houston. With I know. think it or
1: it might have been game four right after the Carolina loss. They you know they won the Super Bowl the year before. The home opener was the Chiefs game. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Um the I and then the last time the Patriots and Packers met in the preseason at Gillette was twenty fifteen, and it's the last time they met and um yeah they the in 2019 for the Titans. They've played all three of these before, but it's weird to see a preseason that looks like this with no yeah, uh, no giants on it.
0: Right. It's really strange. I mean, that's one of the, you know, but
1: and they get rid of the fourth game and yeah. So, an odd and odd preseason. Yeah. I'm not is. opposed to it, but it'll be interesting. I mean, we will get to see a little Jordan Love here. We're going gonna to get to see uh, whatever the Titans bring out, which I think could be an interesting prep for the Eagles in week one. And you get to see a little CJ Stroud there. Oh, I, we're going to get to watch the f- the first football with CJ Stroud. It's
0: true. It's a great point. Yeah, it's a great point.
1: And then he's going to throw a pick to Christian Gonzalez on his first play. It's going to be nice,
0: wouldn't it? Um, by the way, that Texans game was week three in 2017, but it was not the, you're right. It was The Chiefs game was the first um, home game. And, and they played they play in New three? Orleans. They played in New Orleans week oh, two. They beat,
1: them, beat them up. Thank Week four was the Panthers home game. And then week
0: four was the Panthers home game. And they, lost. Week the Panthers home game they lost. Yep. 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 So. All right. Anyways. All right. So, yes. Weird preseason, um, which leads us, though, into the Eagles on opening day. Man, it is tough to start any worse. Like, it, to have an, any, any more difficult game to start. Maybe you could have the Chiefs. But, like you know to have the eagles at home 425 tom brady's coming back they already announced that they're that they're you know um that they're honoring tom brady at halftime they're going to do a whole thing for him it's going to be pretty cool um and so which is awesome but it's like opening up against philly is not easy uh that's a good defense that's a good offense it's going to be a real tough test for the patriots like right away um yeah, that, you know so we'll see
1: and that's i look at Riley Reef or Calvin Anderson or whoever ends up winning that tackle job opposite Trent Brown, it's going to be a huge game because Philly has depth on the edge. I mean, the whole offensive line, you're going to have uh, everything. The whole Georgia defense that (laughs) Philly brings in the front seven there plus all the other guys who are good. So the offensive line uh, is going to have to step up. That's a game you're going to have to win in the trenches on both sides of the ball with how Philly likes to run too. So this is it's a tough game, but I welcome the challenge. It's yeah. four twenty-five on CBS. So I, one interesting thing, because I know there's a there's a little bit more ambiguity with the networks this year. So with right. Philly being the visiting team, NFC, this is usually a Fox game. No, it's on CBS this year. You probably get Tony Romo and Jim Nance, the big mm-hmm. broadcast crew. All eyes are gonna be on you for this one. And with the fancy new renovations in the stadium too. And yeah. I, Patriots don't need to win for us to feel good about this one, but you, you want to be competitive. This is one you can't you can't get blown out in your own building in a situation like this and feel good about it. That's for sure.
0: Agreed. All right, so we're doing it. Are we winning this game or losing? What do you think?
1: I can't predict a win against a team that was just in the Super Bowl. It's It wouldn't shock me. I think they have the ability to do it, but I think this is one of those games that's close for most of it, and Philly ends up making it a two-score game late.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So Patriots start 0-1-1. According to us, Patriots start 0-1-1. I would think most people would choose that, and so uh, so we'll go from there. And again, I think you're right, though. They don't have to win. For us to feel good about this team, they don't have to win. You just have to play well. And even if you end up losing by 10 points, by keeping it close the whole time, um, you know, you at least give yourself a chance, right? And Dark goal does make a, make a good point. It's better to face them right away than once they're up to speed. And maybe you know the Patriots defense is up to speed earlier, um, and you know they play better against the Eagles and they're able to kind of you know slow them down a little bit more uh, than they will maybe towards the end of the year. so but
1: and, and I think know,
0: we'll
1: when I look at that, the probably the most comparable opponent to Philly is what Baltimore did last year. I remember how that game went, but that was also a game where you saw the offense sputtering because it was self-inflicted errors. And right. the defense couldn't stop the run. No Lawrence guy, no Kyle Duggar in that one. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it's a fully healthy group for this one. We'll see. This is the type of game where you really wish you had Marte Mapu as a little bit of depth there. We'll see where he's at in his injury recovery process, if he's ready to go at this point. Um, We'd love to have him out there. Uh, But this is a nice test of the run defense to see what those guys have been doing. And if you can stay physical in the trenches defensively, I'm going to feel pretty good about it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, So week two. Miami Dolphins at home, Sunday night football, Tua and company come into town um, Sunday night. It's interesting because, and we'll talk about the the Dolphins again later on when they play them again, but typically they book in the season with the Dolphins and they don't this year, which I think is interesting. Um, and I don't know why, but it, it's interesting. And so the breakups um, the norms,
1: I like it. I like that. It's something a little bit different than usual.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Um, I... Look, the Dolphins are a good team. Don't get me wrong. They're a very good team. They traded for Jillian Ramsey. They have, you know, all the weapons on offense. They have this, they have that, blah, 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 whatever. I, I'm penciling this one. Penciling? Very fine pencil. I'm penciling this one as a win. I, I just, I think, for whatever reason, I think the Patriots are going to at least split with the Dolphins this year, and I think that this is the one that they win, and I wouldn't be surprised to them lose in Miami uh, late, later in October.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there, and I I like – I think this is frustrating for the Patriots in some ways because they've had issues with Tua. We still haven't seen Belichick beat Tua, which is wild because I don't think Tua is actually that good. I think it's a, a scheme thing, and you've got some really rough losses in there, some yeah. really unlucky losses in there. Right. Uh, but you would think – you're playing the Dolphins, and with how injury prone he's been, you'd like to face him a little bit later in the season when he might be beat up. Probably get the fully health Dolphins team here week two. You're going to have to face that whole thing. Really good test again for the defense. Uh, I look at these first two weeks of the season, and it's Christian Gonzalez. All right, we might find out what he is right away. He is yep. going right into the if he starts, they're throwing him right into the fire here, and. We'll see if he's up for the task. His speed against Miami could be huge. You could see Jonathan Jones and Christian Gonzalez together getting a lot of run to combat the speed. Miami's defense on the flip side. I don't trust it. I'm not sure how good Jalen Ramsey is at this point in his career. You should be able to put up points in this game. And this, this might sound weird, but this to me is almost the redo of the Chicago Bears game last year. Because you go back to the Bears game. And you look at where that was at the point in the season and Mac Jones coming back and they break out the old silver pants. And it felt like, all right, that was Robert Kraft trying to say, Hey, we're prime time and the dynasty is back. And then right. it just falls apart. And the, now it's, you're starting off the season with two good teams, two games where everybody's going to be watching. This one's in prime time, a fancy new stadium. This is your Sunday night game. This is your opportunity to immediately announce, Hey, we're back. This is not the Patriots you saw last year. This is not the Patriots offense you saw last year. Make a statement in the AFC and the AFC East. And I think they get it done. I, I I think the offense has a really nice day.
0: I like that. I like that. So two good, two good points about uh Dark Blue Gold here says that they avoid the extreme heat in Miami, playing in Foxborough first, which is nice, but then also avoid playing down there in December when it's different seasons, right? And that's always difficult to combat. And then Thad Skywalker does make a good point to Vic Vangio, uh Vic Fangio is a good defensive coordinator, right? And so yeah. that does worry me a little bit, um, but I just – I don't know how good they are on defense. I just don't know if I trust them. And so I, I think the Patriots – I think the Patriots are going to win that game. We'll see, but I think yeah. the Patriots going to win that game. Now the next game, the first away game of the season in New York or more more accurately, East New Jersey. Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, against the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback – and I'm going to tell you, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. I really do. I think I think Rodgers is cooked. And I think – so here's the thing. I, I do think that there's a, a, a better chance that the Jets like, kind of blow up towards the end of the season than the beginning of the season. But I, it also wouldn't surprise me to see Rodgers come out slow and not play super well. And then you know take a few weeks to get things figured out with the Jets. Um, and I think that the Patriots can win this one.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's so Pat, who was the who was the big quarterback last offseason who got traded?
0: Um, so you, short, short guy. Um unlimited potential. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, I I mean that's listen. It's, I, it's I, I can't compare and, him to Russell Wilson. <laughs> no,
1: but no, no, no. But hear me out. So, Russell yeah, was okay. the guy's right last year. Who was yep. his head coach in Denver?
0: Oh, man. Jesus. Oh, God. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yes. Nathaniel Hackett's the OC there, isn't he? Oh, he's, now God. The,
1: the, he's now the OC of the Jets. That that offense in Denver last year was bad. And yeah. they, it's the same same guy calling the plays here for the Jets. And, right, like, I don't. The Jets on paper are incredibly talented. Arguably, could be the best team in the division. I don't know how I feel about the coaching staff over there. You got a quarterback who's older. Could, should the Jets beat the Patriots twice next season on paper? Absolutely. I'm not going to ever predict the Jets to beat the Patriots until I see them actually do it. The the way these teams have gone against each other, I'm taking. I'll tell you right, I'm taking the Patriots to sweep the Jets next year, even though the Jets are probably a better team because. I do. I' I'm not gonna trust it till I see it. So that's a two and one start. I think you. I think you have. You have to win at least one of these first three. You start the season zero oh, and three. You're feeling real bad. Win yeah, one of them. You feel. That. You feel. You're win one of them. You're hanging in there. Win two. You feel good. You go three and zero, oh, and I think we're. We're. I just, mean, cue, we're getting the victory parade going a cue, little bit early.
0: Cue the duck <laughs> Um. Th- so apparently, Dark Blue Gold said the Jets are playing the Bills week one, the Cowboys week two. And then the Patriots week three. Talk about a gauntlet. That's tough. I mean, I know the Patriots gauntlet aren't as scary not as not the Jets are, but on paper, but blah talk. blah blah. But like you we, know,
1: but we talk about like the how hard the Patriots schedule is this year. It's like that for everybody in the AFC East. It's right. Like that for everybody in the AFC. All these right. teams are good, and just big picture, because all these teams are good. It might only take nine wins to get into the playoffs because everybody's going to be beating up on each other. There aren't really teams handing out free wins in the AFC this year, and depending on what division you get in the NFC, like we'll see, we'll see. They could be more competitive than you think. So,
0: yep, agreed.
1: It's, an, it's a nine wins, you could be in there.
0: Right. I don't know who Jerome Hunter is. Uh, or the Jerome Hunter fan this club, is, but he's he upset a, with uh,
1: you. He, uh, Jerome Hunter is a Xavier basketball player. This is ah. the Jerome Hunter fan club account. So they hate Boston apparently. <laughs> Believe he's a Cleveland fan. Sorry. Um
0: so and Thad, you're right that that Rogers had his had his MVP seasons with Hackett at, at OC. You're not wrong. But they had some stability there in offense, you know, in Green Bay, so on and so forth. So and look, I, it's not gonna be as much of a disaster as it was last year in, in Denver. That's impossible for it to be that much of a disaster.
1: And the defense but, is better.
0: You know, right, right. So, all right, um, next up, week four in Dallas, 425 game in Dallas. This one's tough. It, the Dallas is tough, man, because I, I just – I don't – I feel like Dallas is a really good team, but then I also feel like Dallas isn't that good of a team. Like, they're good, but they're not like, oh, my God, the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't know. I, I just – I don't know what to think about the Cowboys, Matt. Tell me how to think about the Cowboys. I don't know. I don't.
1: I never know. And they got, I mean, I think there's questions about the coaching there. They don't have bad coaches. Nobody knows if their coaches are good, though. There's questions about how much juice the offense has. The defense right. will be good. It's Michael Parsons alone. He could ruin your day. Yeah. So they're going to have to come up with some answers for him. But this is a winnable game. This, to me, in some ways, feels like, I don't know, the game against Minnesota last season where – it's a, it's a nice to have, but not a need to have, unless you're losing other games you shouldn't. Um, right. Also, from a TV perspective, so this is 425 Eastern. This is a Fox game, which this, is, this would usually be a CBS game because it's the right. AFC team on the road, but that's switched up this year, which um, that'll be interesting. I don't know. I, I think we'll have a good game. Yeah. These are two competitive teams. I think it should be close. I think a yeah. lot of these games should be close. I'll take the Patriots to win because I think they've generally done well versus the Cowboys, but no result here would surprise me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go. So we got in three and one. Do the first one. Can four. I, can oh, I add? I want to add another.
1: I want to add in another note here too, especially with week five being a home game. Do it. Week one at home, the team is going to be wearing Navy blue. Week two at home against the Dolphins, we might see the throwbacks come out. Otherwise, that's a Navy blue game. Game three on the road, the Jets usually were white at home early in the season. So, when well, Navy blue. Week really? four, Cowboys wear white at home. So yes. Navy blue. Week 5 you they're at home again. Throwbacks or Navy. The Patriots could wear their home uniform for the first five games to start this season.
0: That'd be crazy. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. That's a good point. Uh, Dark gold asked a question about um, the silver pants. Do you think they'll fire up the silver pants in the Brady opening game? Let me tell you something. tell you something about the silver pants. Okay. The Patriots should switch permanently to the silver pants. I understand that the the only time they wore them, they got blown out by the bears. I get it. It looks so much better when they're wearing the silver pants, as opposed to when they're wearing the blue pants. It just like, it's not a color rush game. We don't need to be wearing the same color, like the silver and, and dark blue looks great. And like, it's just, you have,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. They got what nine home games give us. Give us five with the silver pants, two with the blue pants, and two in the throwbacks. then right. um, That's yeah. perfect. Which I bet, to answer our Blue Gold's question there, I think that Miami game, uh, the Week 2 game, I think we see either the silver pants or the throwbacks. Or the throwbacks, I don't, yeah. I don't know which, but I think we see one of them. I think they go regular blue on blue for the opener, unless they're switching their home uniform to the silver and making the blue pants the alternate.
0: Right. And that, I Yeah. We'll see what they decide to do, but to me, it's just like it looks so much better and so funny. Because my my two buddies went went to that game with me, and I was all excited about the silver. I'm like, they're wearing silver pants, and they were like giving me crap about it because they're like, that's stupid. Like, who cares? It's silver pants. And then they came out in the silver pants, and they were like, Oh wow, yeah, it looks way better. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, I told you, I told you, it's gonna look
1: better. Just (laughs) it works. Like it looks good. It looks like it works together.
0: So correct.
1: I don't think the blue pants are bad. Just. No, we got some options here. Let's work with the variety that we got.
0: Right. So uh, and then back-to-back, back-to-back games against Derek Carr's current team and Derek Carr's former team. So, first is home against the Saints on October 8th, one o'clock game. Um Johnu Smith revenge game. You gotta win that freaking game. I'm sorry, you have to win that game. You yeah. have to beat the Saints. Like you can't lose to the New Orleans Saints at home. You, you yeah. just, that can't happen.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, I I think there's another theme here too. You look at three of the first five games of the season are against teams that Mac played early in his rookie year and they yeah. lost too. the Dolphins right. week one a game. They should have won. They lose yeah. game against the Cowboys should have won. They lose game against the Saints was never really that competitive. That's why I call this the Johnny Smith revenge game because of the pick six he caused yeah. in that one. You got to find a way to win this. Ideally, you want to win all three of those games I just talked about, but you got to win at least two of them. Saints one has to be one of them, and yeah, this team—it's just not that good. The defense yeah. should be good. This should be well coached. So, like, I don't—I think this will be close. I think it'll be tough. I think it'll be physical. I don't think it'll be an easy win, but I think it's one you have to come out on top of.
0: How about how about this for an anomaly? You ready for this? The show ponies, where's the beef? kembro Tompkins, touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone. Okay. I was not at that game because I was attending a wedding of my friends. The disastrous John U. Smith game against the Saints. I was not at that game because I was okay. attending a wedding. This year's Saints game. I will not be attending that game because my sister-in-law is getting married. The last 3 times the Saints have been in New England, I have not been at the game. I have instead been at a wedding.
1: I, I just old, like is, what in the world is going Were on? you there in, Were you there in 05 when they came to visit? Or I don't know. Or eight, 5 it would have been, yeah. I
0: don't know. I guess 05 I was a uh, I was still in college, I assume. I was there, but I I couldn't I couldn't tell you if I was there or not. But so but I mean it just is there so, a real chance
1: you've never seen the Patriots and Saints play live? despite there's a possibility,
0: <laughs> there is a possibility that I've never seen the New Orleans Saints live uh, at Gillette Stadium.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: Weird, right? Like, I—it's just what—it's just like a strange thing that it's like the Saints every flipping time the Saints are in town. And it's
1: always, it's always early. It's always like end of September or October where they're playing, which is wedding season too. I guess,
0: I guess that's true. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so all right, so we got that one as a win for them. So now they're up to four and one. We're, we're. I mean, my god, dude, Falgarin, amazing. If,
1: if they actually start this, it's a win over <laughs> four and one. Yeah, because I had the win over the Cowboys. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, and I could see. Look, I could see the loss in the Cowboys. Even if you're three and two at this point, I feel pretty good about three and two. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and oh, that Skywalker makes a great point too. The the 2013 game against the Saints, the Ortiz grand slam happened that night. So I was at the wedding. Right. So incredible story. I was at the wedding. My buddy's father, not my buddy, that was getting married, but one of my other buddies that we, we were all like in a friend group and he was close. So the, so the father was at the wedding. He ch- drove his van around to the back of the reception. And I like went to the bathroom and I like see someone walking in from outside. I'm like, what's everyone doing? Like, Oh, we are listening to the game. And I'm like, what? So I went outside. We listened to the game on the car radio. I like got out there as the Patriots were taking over to go down the field and listen to the final drive full with the with the with the ZOE freak out uh i listened to that live outside on a car radio with the wedding going on behind us in the in oh the uh in, in the event it was it was incredible and then i went home and sat on the couch next to my sister-in-law and we watched the red sox game um and of course they won and it was it was unbelievable but what a friggin' day for boston sports um All right, anyway, so on to the Raiders. Uh, They're in Vegas again for the second year in a row, October 15th. uh, In Las Vegas, 405, Jimmy G and the Las Vegas Raiders. Let me tell you something, man. Again, once again, you cannot lose to the Raiders. You can't, especially after what happened last year. You have to win this game. Go exercise the demons out in Vegas um, and and get a dub.
1: Yeah, that's... I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this other than I mean, if they were competently coached last year, they win that game. Easily. They are competent. They I don't even know. I don't even know if we can definitively say they are competently coached this season we actually like see Adrian Clem doing this thing. Right. But they are better coach this season. Yep. and that alone, and the Raiders are worse. This should. If this isn't a win, I will be upset.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And that says hopefully, Jacoby Myers goes over with the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next game is the Buffalo bills, uh, October 22nd at home against the bills. One o'clock game this is a loss. I'm sorry. It's a loss. I think you get swept more than likely. You get swept by the bills this year, unless you pull a rabbit out of a hat in one of these games. Um, you know, to me, I think, I think you probably end up getting swept by the bills, but again, this is one of those things where, like, if you can be competitive with the Bills, even if you end up losing both games, if you can be competitive with the Bills, I think that you ha- you give yourself an opportunity to feel good about what you're doing, and maybe you even pull one of those games out. You never know. Hey there, Pats fans in Massachusetts and Connecticut. DraftKings has upgraded their sign-up offer for a limited time. If you're a new user... You can now receive $200 in bonus bets by following just three three easy steps. You're going to create an account. You're going to deposit some money in that account, and you're going to make a $5 wager on any sport that you want. Whether your first wager wins or loses, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets. All you have to do is use the code PATS, Nation, that's one word, Pats Nation. When you sign up, the best part is when you use that code Pats Nation, not only do you get the bonus, but it also supports our podcast, which we really appreciate. If you're considering signing up for DraftKings, definitely use our code Pats Nation. Again, that's Pats Nation, one word, to maximize your first bets. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and over and physically present in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants to help, call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut. Check out the episode description for the full terms of the offer.
1: I'm just, I feel like ever since that like playoff game last year, I feel like last year they just inched a little bit closer. In both of the games they played against Buffalo. Yeah. and I think Buffalo's a little bit worse this year. Maybe we'll see how the tight end there eases in. Um, and I think the Patriots are a little bit better. And Just like by, Closing by, by random, by random luck, the Patriots have to get one of these. Like the yeah. jets and the dolphins both beat the bills last year. And, and I don't know how good they actually were. Like they got, they got some real lucky wins over the bills at home I think the Patriots are due for one of those at some point. And I kind of think it right. comes here. I think the fact that this isn't a primetime game, the fact that it's just kind of plopped in the middle of October is like, all right, I don't know how, how up the Bills are going to get for this compared to, you know, the game after DeMar Hamlin when they came back or a Thursday right. night game or a playoff game or a Monday night game or some of those. And it's like, all right, it feels like the Bills have locked in extra when playing New England recently. Might not happen in this yeah. one. Might be a little yeah. bit more competitive and –
0: Well, and you might be right. I just think I think Josh gets up for these games. I think the Bills take it really serious, Um, and they are kind of extra focused against the Patriots. Partly because they got smoked by the Patriots earlier in his career, you know. And so, um, so yeah. And
1: it's and I mean, we we were the big bad guys in the division. We're the enemy. We always will be to them, but. Let's see how this goes. I think I think they take this one. It's here's the thing. I, I'm predicting a lot of wins here because I'm optimistic. They probably don't win all of these games, but you know what? Right. If it's fifty fifty. I'm giving it to New England right now. We don't know anything about what's going to happen. We don't no, know of, what course. The of course. It looks like there's no reason to be extra negative about these. Give me give me the pass at home against the Bills. Why not?
0: Six and one, huh? Woo! Okay,
1: that's going to change Week Eight. But
0: <laughs> uh, um, so I have them. So the next game is in uh in Miami. And I have them losing this game as well. Yeah, I just think not,
1: that place is cursed. They don't win there. Yeah, like, it's just it's not happening.
0: Right. So
1: the, the only way they win this is if Tua does somehow get hurt after, like week two.
0: Right. Right. No, good I, point. I don't
1: think we can't rule that out. It's a good point. We cannot I rule they, that out, but we'll see. And I think they split with Miami. My feeling like in general here is going to be a split with Miami a split with Buffalo and a sweep of the Jets.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. My dad's texting that saying that the uh, beating the Patriots is like winning the Super Bowl for the Bills. Both the players and the fans. Yeah. So
1: and I don't and I don't know after what's happened in the last couple of years. I don't like I think there's they still feel some of that, but now with Aaron Rodgers in the division and Miami yeah. giving him fits last year. I don't know. The edge might have been taken off. They
0: may not feel that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah that's a good point. It's a good point. So all right next up November 5th at home against the Washington Commanders. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. To,
1: throw this. Like this game, the Saints game, the Raiders game are all in that same boat of you just can't lose it.
0: <laughs> Correct.
1: Yep. Unless, unless Sam Howell turns out to be the second coming here. This right. Washington is not a good team.
0: I agree. I agree. And it might be,
1: and it's, I, this is another one. It can be as ugly as, a, as it gets. It doesn't matter how it looks, it matters that you get a win. Because That's correct. You lose a game like this, you got to make up for it by beating the Bills on the road. 100%.
0: Like Vance. Yep.
1: And this is on this one's on Fox. So, a little bit different in, than the usual television.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, all right, next up. Week 10, I believe. Week 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. week 10. Uh in Germany, Frankfurt, Germany against the Indianapolis Colts. This should be a bloodbath. Anthony Richardson Against Bill Belichick? Come, come on.
1: Yeah, and this is – there's a ton of Patriots fans in Germany. Like, yeah. I think they're going to have a huge hometown environment here. I think it's going to be raucous. I'm excited for a little 9.30 football. I might have to get up a little early, maybe make some French toast or you – know, French like not French toast, not for a game in Germany. So <laughs> maybe I'll make some no, – Some, v- some schnitzel. Yeah, I was going to say Belgian uh, Belgian waffles. That's not it either. Uh, <laughs> all, all the all the breakfasts I like are from their enemies. But uh, yeah, I'll you know, get up a little early, make some get some mimosas and some breakfast for this one. I think it'll be fun. It does. This does concern me in that, bad as the Colts were last year, that roster shouldn't have been quite that bad. That right. offensive line should be competent. They do have Jonathan Taylor, Anthony Richardson's athletic. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are having issues stopping mobile quarterbacks. This can be like the Bears game was last year. If the offense doesn't hold up, it's end of the bargain. So the environment is there. This is a must win. It does scare me a little bit, but Bill does well against rookie quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson has his issues. I think this is one of those games where they can force a couple of picks. You might come away from it thinking that was a little bit closer than I thought it would be, but you still end up scoring late. You make it a 27 to 10 win, even though right. it was like 14 to 10 going into the fourth. And all right, we feel good about it. Got it better Agreed. in this. Weeks nine, and I think it's I think there's four four games you have to win on this schedule. That's the Saints, the Commanders, the Colts, and the Raiders.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you gotta see, win those games.
1: I, yeah. So that's what do I have? Is not eight and two going into the bye. I think eight these and ten get the a bye. little bit tougher late here. But yeah.
0: Correct. Yeah. Seven and three for me, but eight and two for you, about the same. You know, and look, yeah. I'll tell you something right now. If the Patriots are seven and three heading into the bye. The NFL as a whole is going to lose their ever-loving mind. The New England Patriots, who everyone considered dead, if they're seven and three going into the bye, people are going to go ballistic.
1: And what's the over what's their over-under on wins?
0: Seven and a half.
1: Yeah, like they could. <laughs> and that's the way the schedule sets up for as tough as it is early, it's like. Yeah, it's tough opponents early, but the Dolphins game is your home game right off yep. the bat, and Jets like on in the on the road like that's gonna be just like a loud environment like that's close enough like it's a rivalry game. But I, I the it's not, the road aspect of it doesn't bother me as much for that one, especially with these guys. That Dallas is gonna be a little bit more of a neutral site because Patriots fans are gonna travel there. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, Raiders, and then it's Raiders, Saints, Commanders, and Colts in there. Like it's as long as you don't go, as long as you don't start going three, Oh, and four, you should head into the buy with it over
0: 500. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, all right. After the buy week 12 at the New York giants, once again, in Eth Rutherford. um, I, again, I know they played well last year, but like, they're the giant, like you should beat the Giants and Danny Dimes. My, you really should. My,
1: my concerns there's two of them it's Brian Dable, it's a coach who comes from Bill's system. Well, we've seen him struggle against that, although he does do things a little bit differently. Yep. And it's Danny Dimes, a quarterback who can run pretty well. I think they're going to force some picks here. Like I think they should force some turnovers in a game like this. But I think this is one of those, this is a game your defense has to win for. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I don't know. This is it, it's one of those offenses that isn't that good, but can hit your weak spots. Right. So you have to show that you have developed enough. A loss here would not surprise me at all. This is also the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which I think is right will be a nice little nice little treat. There' no Thanksgiving game this year. Coming off the
0: bye though, as well.
1: Yeah. So you got some rest, time to reset and work on it. I'll predict the win, but like I don't know between this and the Cowboys game, I think they only get one of them. If I had to pick one of the two, I'd pick this one. But losing one of those, i just get one win out of those two games. And I'm okay.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Next game is uh, versus the Chargers. Home game, December 3rd against the Chargers, 1 o'clock. Look, I, I get it. I know. I, I understand that everyone loves Justin Herbert. I, I, I get it. I see you, too. I love Justin Herbert, too. Until the Chargers... Forget about, beating the, forget about beating the Patriots. Take take beating the Patriots. Take that off the table. Until the Chargers play well against the Patriots. How could you pick against the Patriots, against the Chargers? I just don't – I don't understand. Yeah. They've made him look terrible two years in a row. And as Dirk Bugo points out, it is the J.C. Jackson game. He was on – good morning – I don't know who he was on – with NFL Network at some point talking about he wanted to – you know, he wanted to pick off Mac Jones and this and that. I just – I don't see it. I don't see it. I think that they win this game, and I think everyone's like, oh, you know, the, the no. No, it's a home game against them. You went into their stadium two years in a row and just absolutely punked them, um, and I think that that you win this game.
1: And, it's you know, it's a team from L.A. playing in – what do you call it? In the 1 Foxborough o'clock slot. In December.
0: Right, and like the 1 o'clock gonna be, slot.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Cole's early body clock. This is tough for L.A., I mean, I, I was there for the the playoff game back in January 2019. I watched how those players responded to the environment. Yeah, we'll see what happens in this one big game for Brandon Staley. You got to come away with, from from this one with a win. I think this is uh, this is one of those games that could be huge for playoff seating because the Chargers are going to be in that right in that wild card race. And yeah, this could be the difference between getting into the playoffs and not. You got a home game against the team that's probably about as good as you you've got to you got to find a way to come out with a win
0: yep agreed agreed all right next up at the pittsburgh Steelers was on thursday night football um i'm i'm thinking i'm trying to go to this game we'll see but i think i'm trying to go to this game i think you're better than pittsburgh i really do i think you're better than the steelers kenny pickett you know had some good moments last year but i'm just i'm not sold on kenny pickett um and so I think the Patriots. I think the Patriots take this one. I have the Patriots at ten and three. Like, what is going on? Well,
1: well and it's like, like that's the thing. It, on on paper, the schedule looks really tough. But then you look at some of the quarterbacks and the matchups and the home road, and it's like, all right. Like, if they can, outside of the division, I think they can do something. And as long as they're competent outside the division, this is all going to come down to what they do in the division and how they handle those teams. If you go Correct. one in five in the division, the season's over. Like, unless right. you win everything else, you're, you're done. This game is tough. Short week at Pittsburgh. They got a tough defense, but they've schemed well against them. Belichick has done well against Tomlin. So, the last time they lost at Pittsburgh was it that, that game at the end of 2018.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because the end of 2018, they lost to him, right?
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I get concerned because of how that game went. And I just have bad memories. Ba- ba- that game left a bad taste in my mouth. The kind of end of season games in Pittsburgh. I'll take yeah. the win. I don't feel great about it. I do also want to pick up two comments here before I go on to the next one first. Dark Blue Gold asked about Bumblebee uniforms for Pittsburgh. I don't know if they still have those in the rotation, but given that this is a Thursday night game, I bet we see the Steelers in their all black uniforms, yeah, just like sick. we did in that loss in 2018. And then Dan Bradley just says, "I wish I had your faith in Mac." LOL. I want I want to point out something here. I don't think all of this is faith in Mac himself. And this is kind of an argument I've been making all off season. Mac Jones should be in the same tier of quarterback as a guy like Jared Goff or Derek Carr or Jimmy right. Garoppolo. Like that's we've already seen him play at that level. Yeah, and if he can play without awareness. With a coach who knows what he's doing and an offensive line, I I think arguably could be a top 10 unit this year, or at least a top 15 unit, depending on how well they're coached up. I think it's an offense that will work well. I don't know if that means Mac Jones is going to be good. I do think it means he can produce. And like, uh, you're either, I don't know, I look at the the thing I keep coming back to is look at the Lions last year. That offense is not that good on paper, but they schemed stuff up and they made it work. Bill O'Brien doesn't have to be crazy, but if they can execute consistently and do the little things right, I think you're going to be better in the red zone with some of the stuff they do. And you just, you might just get like an extra, an extra little bit out of them every game. And that'll be enough to get wins.
0: Yep. I agree. I agree. Um,
1: And I, Dan, Dan did follow up here. So I'll just kind of address this point too. He talks about Matt controlling his arm strength and saying, it looks like it got worse. I, I, I see what you're seeing. I don't know if it got worse. I think what we saw from everybody last year is that everybody was indecisive. If you're indecisive and you don't know what you're doing, you can't put your full body into it because you're not fully committing to what you're doing. Right. No wonder his arm strength is going to be bad because his mechanics aren't fully there. He's not fully committing to the throws he's making. He's not reading it out. You can improve half the garbage. strength will be better. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback yet. I don't know even with the success that I could see from this team that they'd be a, that he'd be a franchise quarterback. I think that would still very much be up in the air depending on how he individually played. But I think the offense can be a top 20 unit next year or the defense can be top 7 or 8. And yeah. that wins you a lot of games.
0: Right. Yeah, I think I would say even top fifteen. Uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were a top half of the team, uh, top half of the league. So, um, and then the Chiefs game is next. So Dark Blue Gold does point it out. It's eleven day mini buy after the Steelers uh, Monday Night Football game against the Chiefs, who will have played the Bills the week before on Sunday. That's a big game, but again, if we're picking it, I mean, like, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I love the Patriots. I can't pick against the Chiefs. I just think, I think that, that, you know, but again, you have 10 wins at this point. So I, I have them at, you know, at 10 and four, you have them at 11 and three, assuming you're going to pick them to lose this game. I would assume, um, you know, I know, I know we're being a little optimistic, but like still, I don't think that we're being Crazy. You know, like I don't I don't think we have them splitting with the Dolphins. So we have them winning a Dolphins game and losing a Dolphins game.
1: Yeah, so well, and it's I don't know if you watch the team last year for as bad of an experience as it was. They were in almost every single game they played with some of the worst special teams I've ever seen. It was some of the worst offensive coaching I've ever seen. The defense should be around the same level, I'm hoping. We'll see how it looks. You're relying on rookies to make a big impact, and you're trying to replace Devin McCourty. So it might be a little bit worse. It could be yeah. better. It should but, be around the same tier on paper. Special teams in the offense should not be worse. We don't know how good they're going to be, but they should not be worse. And if you like, between all that, I think you could add like four or five points for, every, for the Patriots for every game last year, and that helps your record a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had four games that you almost won, that you, you could have theoretically won at the end of the game with better coaching. So yeah, and there's um, this,
1: people point out the Jets game too, Marcus Jones and the punt return. And what everybody forgets about that game is that the offense didn't just like only score three points. They struggled in the in the red zone, but they kept getting there, and they missed a ton of kicks.
0: Right. They should have
1: been up at the end. It shouldn't have come down to it. Special teams yeah. bailed out special teams. They played a good defense and struggled, but I right. think the offense just wasn't that good last year. We all know that. The offense still played well enough to win the game. The special teams didn't finish the job until the very last play there. Yeah. So,
0: was that the um, game where the, where the Jets averaged like three inches per play um, at, in the second half or something, out, or something like that?
1: Shout out, Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. So the next game is just as a parent, as a parent, brutal. I just want to say to the NFL, like, what the hell, man? Like, what the hell? You know, like, uh, Christmas Eve night, Sunday night game on Christmas Eve. Just Come on. Like
1: a, make it like a Saturday night game.
0: Right. Right. Uh, God, there
1: was- crazy. There's no need for this. I know. I'm like, I'm going to have to make my Christmas plans around this game now. Right. Um, and it's, I can already see us. We're going to be up past midnight from Christmas. Yep. Eve can Christmas podcasting about this. So. Yep. It's 100%.
0: That's, it's going to happen. It's an away game, at least. Thank Merry God. Merry
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas, Pat. <laughs> and then you're going to have to, are you going to have to, get, what time are you going to have to get up Christmas morning after all
0: that? Oh, whenever, whatever time the kids get up, the kids are actually pretty good. They, they don't get up. Whatever, too whatever, whatever time Santa comes. Yeah, well, I got to get to bed before Santa comes.
1: That's true. So, yeah, and the kids have to get to bed before then. So that's what I'm saying, you know,
0: so yeah. um, yeah. so we'll see. I, I think that, that I think, I think Denver is going to be better this year. I still think that's a win for the Patriots. I just I, Denver. It's funny when they traded for Russell Wilson. People were like, oh my god, Denver's, and I'm like, Denver's not. I mean, they're okay, but they're not that good of a team. They don't have a great team, people, and. Fun. You know, people talk about
1: the people talk about the offensive players, and it's like I'm not sure how much better their receivers are than our receivers. Like they're they're not great at tight end. Cortland Sutton's right. good, but he can't stay on the field. Jerry Judy's good, but he can't catch the ball. He's got drop issues. And it's like, all right, well, Devontae Parker and Cortland Sutton's not that different. And right. we'll see whoever that like Juju Smith Schuster and Jerry Judy, are they that different? Hunter Henry is better than whoever the Broncos have at tight end. Yeah. And depending on what Russell Wilson we get, I don't think it's that hard to argue. Mac Jones is better than Russell Wilson. Obviously we'll see which versions of those two players we're getting by the end of the year, but uh, yeah. And it's, we're going to learn a lot about the Broncos this year because they are like somewhat talented. The Broncos going nine and eight and sneaking into the playoffs is totally on the table here. If they fix Russell Wilson, absolutely. It could also be 3 and 14, and you get to this point in the year, and everybody's checked out, and this game gets flexed out of Sunday night. So,
0: right. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, all on,
1: right. It's on NFL Network. This and the Colts game in Germany are both on NFL Network. Right. I don't have that in my TV package. I'm going to have to find a way to watch both I, think, I, I think
0: I'm almost positive that um, they said that the Germany game is going to be on a uh, Prime Video as well. I'm almost positive what? that it said that.
1: Okay. Well, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers game will be the Thursday night game will be on Prime. So that's true. Yeah, I'll take yep. I'll take the Patriots in this one until we see more. Just, I don't trust the Broncos after last year, and first bad is the Patriots, where the Broncos were worse somehow.
0: Yeah, agreed. So uh, next game is New Year's Eve against the Buffalo Bills, which you know we're both going to put down as losses. You had them winning the first Bills game, so obviously, um, you know we have to go from there. So.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a loss. Like, I don't. If you win it, that'd be awesome. But I think you just find one win against the Bills this year. It get it win home one. This is should right. be a cold game on New Year's Eve up there. Yeah. This could also be this could also be a really interesting spot in the season too, because it's like, all right, both of these teams are probably going to be in the playoff hunt to some degree. There's a chance the Patriots go into this needing it to be a must win. I, what I can tell you is this: you do not want to get, I don't know, the last month of the season here needing to win games to get into the playoffs. You want to right. be comfortable because the last mm-hmm. four, Kansas City, at Denver, at Buffalo versus the Jets. Patriots can lose all four of those games, and it wouldn't shock me very much. So you need to have a nice little insurance that you have built up in the start of the year before you get to that point. Right. So feel comfortable heading into the playoffs, and then we'll obviously see where they end up, but you'd like to see two wins out of this stretch. I'm going to take the Broncos game and the Jets game and leave the chiefs and the bills and say, I don't, I don't know if the Patriots are on that level yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. So, um, but yes. So, okay. Last two games, last two games season. And you, and you, uh, I'm sorry, the last game of the season. And you kind of mentioned it already. It is home against the Jets. It's a week 18. It's to be determined. It could be the seventh. It could be the sixth Saturday or Sunday. It just depends on what's what's going to happen. Um, I'm really interested to see that one. Really, really interested to see that one. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I think the Patriots might lose this game. I think I'm actually going to have the Patriots losing this game. Because I think they're going to split with the Jets, and I had them beating the Jets earlier. I think they split with the Jets. They finished eleven and six, and I think that you know it's one of those ones where I think that the Patriots kind of sneak—not sneak in—but I think the Bill. This gives the chance of Bills to kind of sneak in the playoffs, depending on where the Dolphins are. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't even know. Like, I have no idea what this division is going to look like this year, except like I think. Jets and Bills should be playoff contenders. Dolphins and Patriots are f- wild card frisky teams, right? But there's not even that big of a gap between the two tiers. Like I don't think the Patriots are winning the AFC East. I don't think the Dolphins would. But either one of those teams can finish second with the right confluence of events. The Jets can finish fourth. The Bills can probably finish third if things really like fall apart for those teams. So this could be interesting this could be for seeding. Um, this could be a big part in the division because it'll be Bills and Dolphins in the other game. Oh, where is that game? Is that in Buffalo or is that in Miami?
0: Which one? Oh, the Bills-Dolphins game? Yeah. Uh... Uh, should, Shh, sh- sh- this, um, That's the last game of the season?
1: Yeah. It's in Miami. This is the first time Buffalo has not ended the season at home in like a decade. Really? But Yeah. Hmm. So Buffalo at Miami is like, alright, Patriots win, Dolphins win could shake things up. Patriots win, Buffalo win, could you have Buffalo of div- the division? We'll see how things shake out then. Give me, I think on the grand scheme of things here, yeah, I'm gonna say the Patriots go seven and two in the home games. Putting home in quotes because the Colts. Right. And you're lost. Oh sorry. This is, uh, yeah, seven and two. And you lose the Chiefs and Eagles. So yep. oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Seven and two is, yeah. So yeah, give me that. I'm gonna take this one.
0: So 13 and four. I don't well,
1: think they actually finished that high. I think no, I know, I know. it's like 11 and six. I think I, I basically took all of, the, I took all the 50, 50 games and gave yes. the- given.
0: <laughs> yes. Which is what I have them at is 11 <laughs> and six. And I think that that's realistic. I, I do. I, I think that that's, that's a realistic turn of events that they could finish 11 and six. Yeah. yeah you know? and, it's,
1: and that's, that's the thing. It's like, for as difficult as the schedule looks at points, most of these games are somewhat winnable. Heck, the, the Eagles and Chiefs games, I think, are winnable depending on what team we see and how they play. At the same time, you know, Commanders, losable. Saints, losable. Colts, losable. They can. Right. The Raiders, we lost, they lost to them last season. And that's the thing with this team. I feel like there's just so many unknowns. Um, I think we should we should do this again in that week between the preseason and the regular season because based on training camp, based on how they look in the preseason, I think we'll have a much better feel for what the rotations are going to look like, how guys have developed. If ta- if Tyquan Thornton takes a step forward, they could be good. If he doesn't mm-hmm. develop at all, this is going this could get rough. If Mac Jones yeah. is the same as last year, this could be rough. If the offensive line is the same as last year, this could be rough. There's a lot of ifs. I like the solutions they put in place this offseason, and we'll see how good they are.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point. And we'll see. We'll see. I, I just think – I think – look, 11-6 and six is optimistic, but I do think that they have a good chance of doing that. And it would be pretty sweet. So we'll see. What the hell? You know, might as well. So so that's what we got. Patriots going 11-6, and six, uh, not winning the division, but making the playoffs. And let me fact. tell you something right now. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls – whether you think the Patriots going to be 11-6 or not, I don't care. Go on to FanDuel. Go on to DraftKings. Oh, that a little, yeah, we read that ad about DraftKings earlier um, that you'll hear uh, in, in the podcast. But, you know, the, the thing about put as much money as you want on them, on the over, just pound the over seven and a half, pound the over, pound it. Okay, because it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, no, and that's that's how I feel. Like I don't. It would take some serious bad luck, some serious injury luck, which is possible. Like they yeah. got right. Devonte Parker is not the pinnacle of health. Hunt <laughs> Brown is not the pinnacle of health. Yeah, so those are the injury situations I'm looking at. And we'll see what happens with like a Christian Barmore this year. But if the if you took last season's team and improved to the coaching, then they're a playoff team. Yeah. And I think that's what this year is. Obviously, was different opponents, different schedule. We'll see how that plays into it, but this should be a competitive team. And I'll be, I'll be incredibly disappointed if they aren't in the playoff race. I think that'll be a failure of a season. If they can't be in the playoff race late in right. the year. And I think if they don't make the playoffs. I'm going to be a little bit frustrated. I think Kraft will be frustrated. Yeah. And I think my final note on it is this. Let's remember when we looked at this schedule, where the the highs and lows are. Let's remember that it starts with hard teams and it ends with hard teams. Right. If the Patriots start 0-3 or or 1-3 or something like that, it might not be because they suck. It might be because the teams they're playing are good. If they lose three of the last four, probably because the teams they're playing are good and they got some tough games there if they obviously play better or worse, that's part of it. But also right. you can have the same team in every game of the season. You're going to lose more at the beginning of the end and win more in the middle. That's not coaching. It's not this team falling off. So let's remember that before we all start making a narrative at the end of the year that this team couldn't finish. <laughs> yeah. It's no, they played hard teams at the end. So let's build up the wins in the middle where we can.
0: Right. Right. And that's, and look, I still think that this team isn't going to compete for Super Bowl. I think that even if they make the playoffs, which I hope they do, but again, the AFC is loaded right now. So if you finish ten and seven and don't make the playoffs, like you finish ten and seven, and don't make the playoffs. Like I, I just, I think that there's a chance that that happens, yeah. you know. So, um, but anyways, but you know, when you get into the playoffs and you're playing those truly best of the best teams in the AFC, that's that's the hard part. So, um, you know, so we'll see. But and yes, so yes, dark blue gold. He says, "Will they be allowed to make predictions based off preseason again?" After last year's journalists were mocked for reporting on it, and we and were proved right. Yes, we will be. I think that if we look the way that we did last year at the beginning of this year, you know, training camp, and and it's going to be there's going to be a, some serious problems going on.
1: This is going to be a four or five win team, and things are going to change
0: yes. in a hurry. That's
1: correct. yep, Yeah. And that's, I think that that's what I'm looking for in training camp. Let's see. All right. First week, how organized does it seem? How chaotic is it? Are people doing the basics and executing it? Can they get to the second phase of their install? Is Mac Jones getting killed? Things like that. And that's where like, I going back to the Mac Jones question. I don't know how good he's going to be. We've always known the way he wins is with his mind. Bill O'Brien will give him more opportunities there and more answers there to help him translate stuff to the field. He's not going to be Tom Brady, especially not late career Tom Brady who had all that experience. Right. But I think he can be a game manager. if He can be the point guard. If Bill O'Brien yeah. dials up some X's and O's and says, hey, throw it here or here depending on this one player, Mac Jones can do that. Mm-hmm. So they can put him in those spots. Yeah. The offense can, you know, be it'll
0: be watchable. The right, offense is watchable. <laughs> I'm gonna be happy. there will already be an improvement over last year. So, all right, one more, one more thing before we go. Uh, I don't know if you have one or not, but we're. I'm, I'm busting back out uh, this week in sports history because. I it up. Because there's a great one. I have a great one, and so selfishly, I'm like, it has to happen. So here you we go for it. it. And now for something we think you'll really like this week in sports history. Okay, so here's the here's the one today and it's pretty wild, okay? May 11th, 1919, it was a tie between the Giants and the Yankees. a zero zero tie after 12 innings. Walter Johnson, who was the pitcher for the Yankees, retired twenty-eight batters in a row. Twenty-eight batters in a row. George Hallis was playing in the game as a batter. If you can believe that, uh, I believe for Washington. I'm pretty sure um, that George Hallis was playing for Washington. So, and then what happened was, oh, I'm sorry, George Hallis played for the Yankees. My apologies. Um, grounded out in the bottom of the twelfth, and. They, after the bottom of the 12th, they kind of met, the umpire said, all right, it's six o'clock, the city curfew is six o'clock on a Sunday. It was the first American league game played on a Sunday in New York city. Um, and he said, okay, well, you know, the curfew is six o'clock on a Sunday, so we have to stop, which was false. You that know? Case. but, um, and if, so officially it says it was called because of uh, light, because of darkness, which it wasn't super dark, and they could have kept playing, but they stopped it after that. So Walter Johnson retired 28 players in a row and didn't get the win. It, was, it finished in a 0-0 tie after 12. That's
1: never happening again. That's, that's <laughs> record, every record. Uh, I just looked this up. Mine uh, on this day, May 11th in 1972. The Bruins. Beat the New York Rangers three nothing at Madison Square Garden to win the Stanley Cup Final four or two. I didn't know it was possible for the Bruins and the Rangers to meet in the Stanley Cup Final. This must have been in that era when divisions got real weird. I, yeah, I, don't, I confess I don't know my NHL history that well, but yeah, they
0: used to like rotate. It was a, it was a weird thing that they used to do. I think it was all I mean, one conference. I don't think there was two conferences.
1: Yeah, the NHL is a then. weird organization. I love hockey. Yeah. The NHL is bizarre, but hey, uh, a nice little Bruins Cup there and. Uh unfortunately not adding to that collection this year. But oh, God. A little history for you.
0: Just yeah, terrible. No. Terrible. Uh Dark Blue Gold says Eurovision, which is the Super Bowl of televised musical competitions, is on Saturday night. And the rest of the world can finally vote. No, I did never heard of it before.
1: I believe all of the countries in Europe create like their own songs and perform them. You could correct really? me there. Dark Blue Gold. Yeah. It's like a whole big thing. Yeah.
0: That sounds I, cool. I, I,
1: I watch a strange amount of like British TV, so I hear about it through that.
0: <laughs> sounds about that. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. So, all right. So we'll see what happens. But, anyways, that's what we got. Um, so the Patriots going eleven and six, and you know who knows gonna gonna compete for a championship this year. No, I we'll see what happens. Um, I, I do think I do think that the Patriots will be better than people expect. I think they'll be better than people expect. I think that the schedule is tough but not so tough that the Patriots won't have a chance. Um, you know, I'm obviously, cause we have them going 11 and six, right? But you know, you look at the schedule and you see a Sunday night game. I'm sorry, two Sunday night games, one on the one at home, one on the road, a Thursday night game, which I think everyone still gets a Monday night game. And no, a Germany not
1: game. ever. Not everybody still gets the Thursday. That's
0: night. right. That's right. They That's changed that this year, year, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. So, um so Monday night game, two Sunday nights, a Thursday night and then they get the Germany game as well. So so all in all, you're looking at five you know, not primetime games, but five standalone games uh for the Patriots. And so, you know, for those people that were sitting there saying, "Oh, the Patriots suck and they're not going to get any of these things. They're not going to do this and not going to do that." Well, like Three games in a row, which is similar it's similar to what happened this year. Three weeks in a row, they're playing prime time games. Yeah. So the same
1: as last year. So hey, they're the eyeballs are gonna be if this if this team is bad, everybody's gonna know. And if it's good, everybody's gonna know. So that's right. put up or shut up time. This is the exactly. year where things have to you have to be great, but they do have to be good.
0: Right. And that's really what it comes down to is that as long as they're competitive and good. And I think you know, Fitzy, uh, in the on six rings podcast was talking about, you know, the, the two C's where it was, you know, competent and competitive. Right. And and I feel like that that's what this team is going to be. I think those, that makes a lot of sense, right? They're not going to be the best team in the league, but they're not going to be stupid like they were last year. And they're going to be competitive in all the games that they play. And so, you know, that's going to give you an opportunity to win a lot of those games. And again, Maybe you will, maybe you won't, but I think that it gives you it gives you the opportunity, and that's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah. and it's the whole Bill Belichick thing: force other teams to beat you because they're better than you. Force them to not make mistakes. And how long have we watched the NFL and just seen teams just do dumb stuff? That was the Patriots last year. They yep. got their teams be that. That's you know you got the Commanders in there, and you got the Colts. And, you got the, the Broncos and the Chargers and sometimes the Steelers. And it's like, all right, got a lot of teams in there that have just done dumb stuff against the Patriots and lost because right. of it. And just yep. all right, let's have some that come our way this year.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So hopefully that happens and and we'll see. We'll see how they go. But anyways, that's what we got for, for uh for this week. We have a special guest next week coming on to talk about uh off season and kind of preview OTAs, which are coming up in a few weeks um and so uh tune in for that that'll be thursday night right around this time 9 30 or so uh on thursday night so tune in for that i won't give that away yet but you're gonna you're gonna want to he, he's excited. he's a staple he's a staple in uh in in patriots media you're gonna want to be here for that one so is it Bill anyways Belichick's dog it is not nike the dog no it is not no it's not so uh his schedule conflicts you know what i mean i couldn't get him on the line So
1: it's past his bedtime.
0: What are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. So, Oh, wait, Oh, 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 wait a second. One more stat before we go. Dark blue golds throwing something in there. Jason Tatum of the Celtics is the only NBA player in the last 20 years to have three or fewer points through three quarters of a playoff game and then proceed to outscore the entire opposing team in the fourth quarter. That's one hell of a stat right there. That's one hell of a stat. That doesn't happen very often, but okay, there you go. So I like that one. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Go Seas. Hopefully they win Game 7, and we can be talking about, uh, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals against probably the Heat, but whomever it is, whomever ends up winning that series too. So that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it, and, uh, and we'll be talking to you next week. Go Pats.